0: Welcome to The Lockdown, featuring your hosts, Eric Preston and Mike Conover. And now, the Lockdown Sports Podcast. Lift off when the clock has started. Ho, ho, ho! It's the Christmas edition of the Lockdown Sports Podcast. We are coming to you. Semi-live a couple days before Christmas. What's up, Mike?
1: Oh, man. I'll tell you what's up. Santa's up in the sky. He's cruising right now. He's testing out his gear as we speak. You serious? And the the report is Prancer is on the injury list. Uh Uh-oh. That's what some of you people are telling your kids
0: this year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Prancer got COVID. Santa has the Bodies, but nobody said nothing about them damn reindeer, so he may not be able to make it. Well, we're a couple days out, and uh, you know we got to thinking. There's uh, there's some NFL teams out there who should uh, should be making their list of gifts that they need, and. We know sometimes these GMs and the coaches, the players, they can't help themselves. Sometimes they ask for shit that they want but do, don't need. So we're going to do them a favor, and we're going to tell them what they need. Mike, why don't you go ahead and get us started? What team are you going to fill out their wish list for?
1: All right. I'm going to start with my own San Francisco 49ers. Oh, how and did
0: I know? That's a good I'm going to
1: start with them because – I mean, they are like that rundown third country right now, third world country (laughs) that needs everything. I mean, they are Somalia and Iraq and Mars all rolled up in the one right now. Um, I, I wish I had given them this gift last year so they could have used it this year. But I would give them the gift of bubble wrap.
0: <laughs> That's so good. They, I like so that. Maybe they
1: could have wrapped some of their players up in bubble wrap. You know, when you move and you have the expensive stuff or the stuff that looks expensive. Some of us have stuff that looks expensive. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you put it in the box gently and then you put it in the back of the, the moving truck or on the side or on the top. Put it somewhere where it's not going to get broken. I wish they had to put some of these pieces, the 30-some-odd players that are going on injury reserve this year, wish they had to put them in the bubble wrap. And, you know, I think we'd be in a little bit different position right now. So uh, I don't know how much bubble wrap it would take, uh, but I'm willing to donate all of the bubble wrap I have.
0: It's it's some big dudes that got injured, so that might be like the world supply of bubble wrap
1: right now. It, it's it's almost like uh it's almost like a running joke right now. Like, it is a running if you're following the Niners, it's a running joke. It it really and and you know, I'm tired of chasing it. <laughs> yeah. It's even Nick Mullins. Nick Mullins is out probably he's probably out for next year.
0: Yeah, it's... Okay,
1: he's probably going to have to have Tommy John surgery. Mostert comes in. The announcer says, you can't make this shit up. He says, a report on Mostert is, he says this is the healthiest he has felt all year. The next play, he comes out, and he is out for the last two games mm-hmm. of the season. It's, you can't make it up. So, uh, I'm going to... I would love to gift wrap. I would wrap it myself. I'll well, wrap I'm, it. I'm not really interested in wrapping the players.
0: <laughs> Just the bubble wrap. <laughs>
1: yeah, I so, would wrap the bubble wrap.
0: I'm going to I'm going to actually chip in here and I know you drew the Niners in the um in the uh team present list, but I I'm going to give them a little stocking stuffer. And I'm going to give them a lucky rabbit's foot to go along with the bubble wrap because they certainly had their share of bad luck this year. And hopefully between those two things for next year, they will be able to stay healthy. So uh, bubble wrap and a lucky rabbit's foot for the Niners. I'm going to go because since you started with your favorite team, I'm going to start with my favorite team as well. And it was very difficult for me to come up with a good gift for them. But I think I got it. I'm getting the Chicago Bears the red pill. Because I don't want to see the Matrix anymore. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Everything that we've been told is a lie. And I want to swallow that and go down the rabbit hole and find out what is real. Because I don't know anymore. First, it was Mitch. And then it was Foles, and then it was Pace, and then it was Nagy and the offensive line. And now I I don't know what to think. So, fun fact, when Mitch became the starter again in the game against the Packers, they they were 31st in overall offense. In points per game. Mm-hmm. They are now 21st, if I'm not mistaken. See, the 21st, or 24th. And they are closer to fourth place in points per game than they are to last place in points per game. They also have found some continuity on the offensive line. And... A Milwaukee's within two points right now. Um, found some continuity on the offensive line and maybe found a few potential starters and certainly some depth for, for next year. Bill Lazor and Matt Nagy and Mitch Trubisky have figured out what he likes on offense. And it hasn't been perfect. In fact, far from it. But David Montgomery has been what we thought he could be. The offensive line is being held up, and now the defense is the goddamn liability. I don't know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> so, yes, I, I'm giving the Bears the red pill because I just can't figure it out, and I just want somebody to show me, show me the way. Because three weeks ago, everybody was gone next year. Now they're probably all going to be back.
1: Show me the way to go home. <laughs> All yeah, right, man, I uh, want to go to bed.
0: It's, it's uh, very confusing. Very confusing.
1: Yeah. yeah. It I mean, the, the red pill, that is a really good one. Sometimes I wish I could take the red pill.
0: <laughs> no, I'm, I'm sticking with the blue pill most of the time. I don't want to know.
1: Oh, yeah, the blue pill sends you back into the matrix, the, right? Yeah,
0: the blue pill keeps you in the matrix, and you just keep, keep getting fed all the lies. But, See, uh, I feel like Joe
1: Pantaleone. I'd be like, put me back in. Yes. Put right? me back in and in I a race that the pill anything. even
0: existed. Yes.
1: I don't want to know anything, but I want to be a baller. Yes. Put
0: <laughs> yeah. me at the top.
1: Put me back in and, you know, make me, make me the guy who gets to slap James Harden in the face.
0: <laughs> All right, Mikey, who's next?
1: All right. I am going to... Come home, all right? And I am going to go with the New York football Jets. Ooh. And I want to give this hometown team a merry, merry Christmas. And what I would like to give to them, because I have some, some friends of mine, some really good people that are actually Jets fans. And uh, I don't know, you know, why they're Jets fans, (laughs) but they are. But I I like to see my friends happy. So what I'm going to do for them is I'm going to give them the gift of a Jacksonville win. And with that win comes a bonus prize of Trevor Lawrence. Uh So you now get another chance to ruin a future superstar that is a great so, gift so for the jets i will give them a jacksonville win so they are uh, once again the but the the win will come week 17 so they don't have time to fuck it up
0: okay <laughs> so it the jacksonville jags win is what you're getting for the jets now sometimes we can't always deliver on the gifts And that's going to be difficult because my next team that I'm gifting something to is the Jacksonville Jaguars. (laughs) And I, Santa is going to bring Jacksonville Jaguars, Trevor Lawrence. So let's, let's talk about this for a minute here. This is, this is unplanned ladies and gentlemen out there. So, the Jags are going to win. That's, that's your gift to the Jets. Who are they beating? Are they beating the Bears or are they beating the Colts?
1: They will uh, – Santa likes to, to bring miracles. So, uh, it would have to be the Colts. And this will ruin the Colts' playoff position. <laughs> so pro- I'm actually okay with How that. About <laughs> How about this? This will be a, a double present. This will be a present also for the hated Baltimore Ravens. <laughs> yeah. They'll – beat the Colts in which a game that if they win, they're in and Baltimore will be out. So they will lose this game and Baltimore gets in the playoffs. Uh, Indianapolis ends up not getting into the playoffs because Jacksonville's win and the jets. So the Jacksonville Jaguars don't really get anything out of this. Mm -hmm. Their consolation prize will be Justin Fields.
0: So a couple of interesting things here. Did you happen to see Adam Schefter's tweet that he deleted right after he posted it?
1: No, about, he uh, deleted
0: it. about that, but <laughs> the, nothing, nothing is deleted on the internet. <laughs> the dreaded screenshot. So he posted that um, the Jaguars plan to rest James Robinson against the bears. Hmm. Then he deleted it and reposted that they plan to rest him in practice the next couple of days. So I don't know if he found out that they are planning on resting him against Chicago and they said, Hey, take that shit down. Or if he legitimately made a mistake, but I think that the Jaguars are not going to risk a win and they're going to start doing things like shutting players down um, and playing certain, uh, bench-riding players to, quote, get a look at them to make sure that they don't accidentally win a game. And, you know, I've got Trevor Lawrence on the list for Santa, but I think somebody else may have beaten Santa to the punch. I think Adam Gase may have gotten Trevor Lawrence for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Or I guess it had Adam Gase's name on it, but we all know that that gift actually came from Greg Williams. (laughs) (laughs)
1: yeah well greg was greg was trying to give early christmas gifts to the jets
0: it was a hanukkah gift it was a
1: hanukkah present yeah that was probably like the first or second day of hanukkah and uh he was he was trying to give hanukkah
0: hanukkah was very early this year all right, so we got two two of the. Uh, is this what are we calling this? A what? No, this is a Santa list. So we got two two teams in a row that are that are hoping for the same gift. I'm I'm thinking that I'm thinking that my Jags are going to get end up with it just because it's it's fitting that the Jets always end up with the shitty gift. But okay. but we shall see. It would be the perfect gift for both teams. Okay. All right. So, who's who's up next?
1: So, I would like to give my lovely wife's favorite team, a gift. She is a diehard Pittsburgh Steelers fan. Let me tell you what kind of Pittsburgh Steelers fan she is. While watching the uh, assassination (laughs) from uh, Monday night, she realized she had jeans on. And she said, I can't wear these pants. I never wear jeans when they're wearing. I got to go put my leggings on. So she goes and changes her leggings. Game's still not going great. She changes her jersey. She went from, I believe, the Ben Roethlisberger to the James Harrison. Okay, oh, the classic. She went. Yes, yeah, she went with the classic, and that wasn't that wasn't working for her either. So halftime, uh, I believe she went to the Palomalu. Jersey and the Palomalu jersey, she puts it on. She had her leggings on. It must have energized the team because next thing you know, they come down, boom, touchdown, and they're coming back. There's some life in them. Uh, But I need to give them a gift because they are reeling right now. Uh, I think they have had uh, four NFL games in like. 18 or 19 days or something Something like like that. that, Yeah. Which is, is insane. Uh, I think they had three and 12 days. Um, So they need a vacation. So I'm going to give them a vacation to a very special place where they can get their mojo back. You know, I'm a huge Prince fan. I'm going to send them out. To uh, none of these, uh, this is not an all expense bait trip. They're paying for themselves.
0: <laughs> but I'm giving
1: them the idea. They are. You're giving them the itinerary? Out, they're going out to Minneapolis. I need them to drive to Lake Minnetonka and submerge themselves while in their full uniforms in the <laughs> waters of Lake Minnetonka and cleanse themselves. Okay. I need them to stay in that cold water for a little while. If they want, they can have Dante Culpepper lead them out there. He knows the way to the lake. <laughs> They know the way. <laughs> when they get back, there's a second part to this present. I am going to have Native American leader Kyrie Irving <laughs> stage all of Pittsburgh. And this will allow them to beat the Colts and the Cleveland Browns, win the division, and move on to great things in the playoffs. Nice. Purify yourself in the waters of Lake Minnetonka. Listen, if they take Devin Bush and Bud Dupree to the waters of Lake Minnetonka, they'll be back for the playoffs.
0: Oh, my my beloved – my beloved Bud Dupree. All right. That's a good one. I like that. You know, I saw a, uh, I'm not going to say fun fact, although it's titled Fun Fact. Uh, Juju Smith Schuster has 95 TikToks and his high receiving yard game this year is 93. So he's made more receiving, made more TikToks than he's had receiving yards in a single game this year. So. The, okay, well, hashtag calculator.
1: leave Juju alone. <laughs> Juju, yeah. Juju doesn't bother anybody. I, I Juju think... might be the nicest dude in the NFL. I, I think... don't know why we have to bother him. I'm glad he's going to stop doing the dances on the logos <laughs> yeah. because yeah. because look, it's mad disrespectful, and I like it. But if you're getting your ass kicked,
0: yeah, you got you got to um, at least gotta, call it off until you're winning,
1: right? Like. If they come out and beat the Colts, I you know I think it's one hundred percent okay for him to go do a TikTok dance on the logo after the game. I That'd would like super
0: I would like <laughs> to see him do a TikTok dance on the logo of Philip Rivers Kids School in the middle of their field. That's what I want to see. Listen, go you to do that go, go, go to his church and do that's, do that's,
1: put on a bolo first all, tie. First of all. You, I I I, I kind of look at Philip Rivers as as like the the cultish kind of guy. So that's not the church you want to go to. <laughs> yeah, probably not. I see him with those bolo ties. He but also, he does
0: definitely look like uh, a David Koresh type. <laughs> also,
1: also uh, you get um, you go to his kids' school. There's like 37 of them. They have they probably have their own school. Okay, they'll come out and whip Juju's ass. Uh yeah. Dude you better come with backup if he goes messing with the river. <laughs> yeah, they
0: might they're take like his the, they might take his bike.
1: They're like the O'Doyles from the from from uh
0: rivers Billy Rules.
1: <laughs> <laughs> river's rule. <laughs> oh
0: man. Uh sometimes Giannis just makes me laugh. He just did a beautiful spin. You know he 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 comes out of control sometimes. He does a beautiful spin, knocks dude over. Could have easily been a charge foul. It was a no call. Rolls right to the rim. Finger roll. Air ball. <laughs> it's just unbelievable, the air balls. <laughs> All right. So the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers are getting a trip to Lake Minnetonka. All right. Um, and don't
1: forget about a meeting with Native American. A meeting
0: leaders. with Native American leader, Kyrie Irvin, and, and some sage. Yeah. All right, this, <clears throat> this, one, this is one that I'm relatively passionate <clears throat> about. Um, for the Carolina Panthers, I would like Santa Claus to bring them a fucking clue. <laughs> so the, the Panthers parted ways with GM Marty Herney this week. Now, I don't know if it was mutual or if it was fired. It sounds like he was fired um, from, from what's leaked. Let's just break down some of the things that happened, right? Um, Gettleman's been gone for, what, four years, five years, something like that? They got rid of Gettleman because he made a mess in mm-hmm. Carolina. He made some bad signings. He did some bad deals, and they, they kind of got the roster to the point where it had to be turned over. So in comes Marty Herney. We've got one of the best, most versatile running backs in the year. Had a very tough year. Caffrey's injured, miss, misses most of the season.
1: You would have thought he played for the 49ers the way. Yeah, really.
0: Herney makes the decision to part ways with Cam Newton. At the time, it was kind of mixed reviews. How can you – you don't have a backup plan and blah, blah, blah. Clearly, that's proved to be the right decision. Cam Newton has not been the quarterback that he once was. Let's just leave it at that. I don't want to bash. This isn't about Cam Newton. This is about the Carolina Panthers needing a clue. 14 draft picks, all defensive. Clearly a plan. Sinks all of his draft capital into the defensive side of the ball. It's never happened in the history of the NFL before. They're starting to play pretty damn well. Not sure if you saw how they were able to keep that game tight uh, with Green Bay on Sunday mm-hmm. and really make it interesting. So that's starting to come together. And mind you, it's in year one of, of these. They've got four rookies starting on the defensive side of the ball. Signs Robbie Anderson to a bargain contract, played very well. Doesn't see that the market has the future quarterback so they signed Teddy Bridgewater to a pretty reasonable I would call a stopgap contract and has the Panthers certainly very competitive in the beginning of the year things have fallen apart a little bit here and there but I it's it's about what I expected from them and I've been saying this all season I think the future is very bright for Carolina's defense you have, to re, you have to rebuild at some point. And they're rebuilding while staying relatively competitive. So for them to dismiss Herney and kind of bring in somebody else, it almost reminds me of what the Sixers did, where you get rid of uh, – what is it, Hank? Was it Sam Hanky? Mm-hmm. The, yeah. The, trust the process. He breaks it down, breaks everything down, and says, just be patient, be patient. Or Brett Brown? No, not Brett Brown. I'm talking about the GM. Oh, okay. I think think it was Hinky. Mm -hmm. And then you get rid of him, and then the very next year, they're competitive again, and you're like, oh, shit, what he was doing worked. He just had a massive fucking hole to dig us out of. So for the Carolina Panthers, I really hope Santa Claus brings you a clue because Herney has done a pretty good job rebuilding this roster and although you may not be winning right now i think this is a team that is only a couple of pieces away from being very competitive for a long time because of how young the roster is especially on the defensive side of the ball so santa please bring them a clue
1: yeah i mean i they, <clears throat> you could bring a clue to pretty much most of sports these days uh the way teams run uh nobody you just don't see teams build anymore. Even in baseball, uh, I don't want to get too far off topic, but in base baseball was the sport where you could really build up players. You had minor league farm systems where you could watch players grow. You didn't have to throw them out there. And we live in an age now where. Everybody gets to hear about these prospects. You can go on YouTube and you see their highlights. And then as soon as, you know, it's not going great and the coaches know, the GM knows, the players know that certain players aren't ready. And we thrust them into situations and it's, if they don't succeed first game, like if they're not, if they don't look like, you know, a perfect specimen. First game, we're gonna look to move on instead of trusting the process. Like, you, like remember Tua's first game? Yeah. How yeah. many reports were there? Are the Dolphins ready to move on from Tua? Yeah. I'm like, after one, he has after started one, one freaking game, I, I wonder how many quarterbacks <clears throat> would have not had great careers if. You know, if they were thrust in to these situations and they didn't work out great. Oh,
0: like, Boston mm-hmm. just hit an awful buzzer beater. Oh, oh man, that was wow! All right, so Tatum with Giannis in his face. I'm sorry, cares about
1: that. Every, look, you're gonna
0: oh. make me lose my. You're gonna make me lose my train of thought. Oh my god, you should. You got to see the shot. It was horrible, horrible. It hit off the upper right corner of the backboard and somehow bounced in. It was he didn't call glass? That was just that was that that was horrible. Anyway, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just lost some money. That's, <laughs> All
1: right. But like I was saying, how many quarterbacks or players who didn't have didn't come off come out of the blocks like gangbusters? Like you look at some of John Elway's early games or early years. He wasn't lighting up the scoreboard. Steve Young, look at Steve Young. He got blasted around in, in Tampa Bay. I mean, these are Hall of Fame guys. I'll, I'll, today, give you,
0: I'll give you a great example. First 48, 48 starts of their career, Aaron Rodgers was 28 and 20, Mitch Trubisky, 28 and 20. Right. Rodgers was considered a savior, and Trubisky's bout out of town. So you're 100% right. They don't give them a chance to mature and improve. You're not allowed to
1: have one – you're not allowed to have, like, an off year. If you no. have an off year, like, in your first, like, probably three years, you're done in a lot of people's minds. They want to move on. And it, a lot of it is, you know, these owners and, and GMs, I feel like they listen to the fans. They do. I feel like they—they yeah, they the they absolutely
0: <laughs> feel the pressure to win because that's that's their money,
1: right? And so many of the fans are idiots. Oh yeah, big time. <laughs> yeah, like go on any team's fan page. Uh, you know, my my brother, Kansas City fan. He's telling me about uh, earlier in the season how someone was upset that Kansas City paid. Mahomes, a whole bunch of money when they could get anybody to come in there and and win them a Super Bowl. Of course. I was like, but nobody did. But nobody else did. He could have, like but they just came in. Huh? I said they could have won the Super Bowl, but they didn't. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, like some of the things that people say, I'm like, you can't be serious. Like, I I'm I want to be like, You've got to be like a Denver Broncos fan trolling. Yeah, you're people. just trolling.
0: Yeah. So, But you're, you're 100% right. Look, d- by no means do I think Marty Harney did a perfect job because he he definitely had some questionable questionable things. He should have held on to Bradbury. That's the first thing. That, to me, that jumps out as the biggest mistake, but was not an easy call to let Cam go. Um, you know, McCaffrey, you've you proved how important he is to the offense, um, so the contract is just. And that defense is going to get better and better. Jeremy Chin has been fantastic. I was a huge fan of his. Um, I just, I, th- I think it was just a, a, a dumb move to to get rid of him.
1: In his defense, with Bradbury, Bradbury didn't play as well in Carolina as he, he's he playing did, in New York. He didn't. Yeah. All right. Who's
0: up next, Mikey? Oh, it's my turn again. Mm-hmm. Huh.
1: All right, I will pick. Uh, Hmm, I'm going to give my next present to the Philadelphia Eagles. Ah, the Eagles, the local boys. Now, there's been a history with Philly and uh, Santa. Indeed, there has. You know, Santa was pelted with ice balls, and Santa remembers that. But Santa is a very forgiving guy. And what he's going to do for Philly is he's going to, this offseason, he's going to get Bill O'Brien a general manager job somewhere in the NFL, which will allow Philly to find a, someone to take Carson Wentz off of their hands. <laughs> oh, I like it. So, Philly will find a trade partner probably with Bill. I, I'm guessing Santa's magic only can go so far, so he's going to have to get Bill O'Brien a job. <laughs> oh,
0: maybe maybe Bill O'Brien can replace Marty Herney, and Carson Wentz can end, end up in uh, Carolina.
1: <laughs> you go, that's uh, Well, that would mess up your uh It's a festivist miracle. <laughs> well, right, well, hey, they
0: may not get that clue they need so desperately.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah, so- But you'll get Carson Wentz and his bad back. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe he injured his back uh, during the feats of strength. Yeah, it could be. (laughs) But that's what what I want for Philly. um, Because the longer Carson Wentz stays on the Eagles, the more turmoil it's going to get. It's going to start to get ugly. Carson Wentz, seems like a really good guy he doesn't want to be like a diva but I feel like it's going to happen um if it were me I'd be like as long as you want to pay me all of this money and if you want me to hold the clipboard I'll hold the clipboard I'm getting paid um but if I was Philly I wouldn't just give him away and rush because this is what I would think if if you have Jalen Hurts as your starting, if he's going to be your starting quarterback and you drafted him, he's on a rookie deal. If he's on a rookie deal, it's not the end of the world if you have Carson Wentz as the backup because you were planning on play, on paying Carson Wentz this money anyway, and it's not like you ha- you're, you're allocating extra money to the quarterback position.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, it's not ideal, so I don't want people to think that, like, oh, well, who the hell wants to pay a backup $35 million? Nobody.
0: Yeah, the answer is nobody. But you've already decided to do it. So. But
1: you've already decided to pay him, and you already allocated that money. So I wouldn't – I would move him, but I wouldn't give him away for nothing, and I wouldn't rush it because the fa- – I, I feel like the faster they try and get the deal done and the, the quicker they're, they're looking to just unload him, the more money they're gonna eat of his contract when they trade him. So, uh-huh. so I I would like to find them a, a happy trade partner because again, I've got a lot of people I love that are Philly fans, and I'd like to see them happy. Not too happy.
0: <laughs> Just happy
1: enough. Happy.
0: Happier than they are not
1: not upset.
0: You know, you know who else <laughs> would love for for the Eagles to unwrap that gift? Mrs. O'Brien because the ru- rumor is he's just trading random shit around the house for stuff. <laughs> and she wants her, 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 um, microwave back. He traded for some old playing cards and their, their Prius is gone. He traded that for Juju's bike and he's just fucking up everything. He can't, he can't keep his shit straight. So she wants him gone.
1: Well, All when right. she throws, when she throws him out, he's going to be like the jerk. I don't need anything. I'm, just yeah. need this lamp. Yeah. And this thermos.
0: And my thermos. thermos. All right.
1: Um taking out a thermos for you. Uh,
0: <laughs> by the way, Giannis, Giannis was fouled with four-tenths of a second left, trailing by two. Um, makes He's not first make both first right? free throw, missed the second. Oh, yeah. 122-121. The Celtics get the win on that lucky-ass shot. All right, so the next thing on my list – goes to the atlanta falcons the atlanta falcons need from santa a clean crisp one dollar bill do you know why
1: what do they, they want to go to uh, magic city
0: no well yes but a one dollar bill contains four quarters Oh, I see what you did there.
1: Uh,
0: So I wanted to, there were so many collapses for the Falcons that I wanted to make sure that I didn't forget them even though they want to. And when you type Atlanta Falcons 4 into the Google search results, there are 5 million... 290,000 results that come back in a record 0.64 seconds and the the articles the litany of articles that show up on the page falcons reeling after latest fourth quarter collapse nope that isn't from this past week that's from october 26th falcons back-to-back collapses aren't just bad. They're historic. September 27th. It's just they're all over the place. Falcons' latest loss to Lions is worst one yet, October 25th. It's just – it's nonstop. It is absolutely, positively unbelievable. Historic collapse. Falcons blow 28-3 lead February 6, 2017. The Super Bowl loss to the Patriots. And, again, last week, Tom Brady gets the better of them. I text you. They were up 17-0. <laughs> I said, Falcons up 17-0, has uh, Bucks 21, Falcons 17 written all over it. And I was slightly wrong, but they sure as shit lost it. Yep. I, I can't it – is, it is as perplexing – this is even more perplexing to me than the Niners situation because the Niners is just a combination of bad luck, maybe some trainers that need to go – uh maybe something in the water in San Francisco uh shortened off season whatever it is this spans going back for a very long time at minimum we're talking 3 plus years of just repeated fourth quarter collapses it's stunning and santa please bring him a buck it's not too much to ask for bring him a buck that is
1: that is a good one. Yes, they they, um, or even if uh, they can't get a a buck, maybe if they could just play reverses and be bad <laughs> play the early quarter first, <laughs> and be better late. Yeah, at least at least they wouldn't be collapses. They would be comebacks, and if you're, cu- it's a lot easier to come back than to hold off a comeback. I feel like <laughs> this is good. Hold on,
0: people also ask. How did the Falcons lose to the Lions? Why didn't the Lions fall on the ball? Who beat the Atlanta Falcons in the Super Bowl when they were up 28 to 3? It is just an embarrassment of Google searches for the Atlanta Falcons. There's uh, another one, October 29th. Oh, they here's actually. Another. Here's another. This is just this
1: is just it's Falcons make history with latest I mean lead. They have blown a lot of things in in the in the past. I mean they had think about it, they had Deion Sanders, mm-hmm. they had Andre Ryzen, and uh like Andre Risen, they just refused to pay Andre Ryzen. Mm-hmm. I mean, Andre Risen to this day still thinks he's the best receiver of all time, which nobody else agrees with him. Uh I don't even think his mother agrees with him on that <laughs> no but um, but Andre Risen was a bad moon, man uh but anyway Atlanta definitely definitely needs four quarters agreed all right who's up okay my last gift I had I had Trouble who I was going to give this last gift to. I was in the giving season and I wanted to give so much. I was trying to pick between New Orleans and Houston and I went with Houston. Okay. Now, the gift I'm going to give for Houston may not seem like a gift at first. Okay. But it will be. It's, It's a gift, you know, for the betterment of themselves. I want to get deshaun watson a plane ticket the fuck out of houston okay send him somewhere before you ruin this that's
0: what deshaun watson wants also
1: okay yes that would be a great gift for deshaun but the reason i say this is you don't want to be known as the franchise that ruins great players careers because then nobody's going to want to play for you they had they've had a little run they've had some good players come into houston they've had some good years they have a great great talent in deshaun watson and all they do all i've never seen a team remove so much talent away from a young quarterback remarkable (laughs) i mean they are doing the exact opposite of what they should be doing you have a top five receiver to go with possibly a top five quarterback, and you trade half of that away. Doesn't make sense. So uh, I want to get Deshaun Watson out of there. And the reason I say it's good, but also I say it's good for Houston, it's like the reason my wife does not want me to drive a motorcycle. <laughs> she doesn't want me to crash that. You know, and I respect that. I don't like that like Houston would not like to get rid of Deshaun Watson, but you should respect that because that's what is best for everyone. So I get my thrills. I've watched Sons of Anarchy over and over and over again. And I make believe Houston.
0: That's why you can't have nice things.
1: (laughs) That's why you can't have nice things. That's why they keep sending hurricanes over there.
0: Mm -hmm. All right. Um, I have one last gift, and it's. Do you remember the episode of Seinfeld where Elaine gave uh, Sue Ellen Mishke her rival a bra?
1: A bra. She would not. Uh, Sue Ellen would not wear a bra. She was. She had those wonderful boobs just yes. bouncing about all over the streets of uh, New York. Yes.
0: So she gives him a bra, or she gives her a bra. And uh it's it's like a like a and she snarky starts just gift wearing it she and starts she starts just wearing just
1: it, like it right Yeah,
0: so I'm also going to give a snarky gift. <laughs> I'm going to give to Aaron Rodgers and the Packers a calendar that doesn't have January and February on it, because <laughs> they really don't need those months. <laughs> they do most of their work in December and prior would you like to hear something that i found very interesting
1: i would All i right. would here it comes do tell jacksonville
0: jaguars new york jets green bay packers what did those teams have in common
1: uh. I'm going to say one playoff win in the last 10 years. No.
0: They have all beaten one team with a winning record this year. Hmm. How about that? So just like last year, and, you know, we've been saying this this year a lot, that I don't think the Packers are as good as their record. Last year they somehow made it to thirteen and three. They they're gonna do it again this year. Um, I, I just they're they are a good football team. They they are. They're um, not a great team. But they're not a great team, and I could I could very easily see them losing in the playoffs. I don't I, know who. But I, but I could
1: I could also see. I just don't have a lot of faith the, in the NFC UFC. yeah
0: we, we t- last episode we said hey they could make it all the way to the Super Bowl and then get blown the fuck out by the Chiefs yeah. um, That that could absolutely happen but the fact that we are in week 16 the 15th game for the Green Bay Packers is about to be played and they've only beaten one team with a winning record that's it's just fucking remarkable So their their wins have come against the Vikings, the Lions. The 49ers. The Falcons, the Texans, the Niners, the Jags, the Eagles, the Lions again, the Panthers, the Bears, and then the one win against the winning team came – against the Saints in week three. So, yeah, so they lost to the Bucs. The Bucs currently have a winning record. Um, they did lose. And that was a
1: Saints team with no Michael Thomas. Yeah.
0: And a Drew Brees who was struggling mightily, yet they found a way to give up 30 points. Um, they lost to the Colts. Uh, they lost to the Vikings somehow. I still don't know quite how that one happened. Um, got shellacked by the Bucs. Um we will see what happens this week against Tennessee. I'm actually rooting for Green Bay to win this one because then they they lock up home field advantage throughout, and there's a good chance that they rest some players last week of the season and we can somehow sneak into the playoffs. You know, I've I flip-flopped back and forth about this last gift, and uh, I really think it's appropriate for them because – they've wasted so much of Aaron Rodgers' career. I'm just fine with that. And don't get me wrong. They've been successful, but I don't know about you. I like my team to let me down nice and early in the season. It stings less. I did not like 2018. I wanted to look back and remember that year fondly. And instead it stings and the Packers, they pump up their fans every year and get these victories these empty, hollow wins throughout the regular season, and then they get to the postseason. And so, Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. Here's your calendar.
1: That's a that's a very good gift because uh, I know I you have a little bit stronger feelings uh, about Aaron Rodgers than I do. I do. I hate that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing, uh, the only thing I hate about Aaron Rodgers really is uh, that he could have been a niner. <laughs> Yeah, that we didn't draft him. Yeah, uh, but here's the thing: if we draft Aaron Rodgers and and we put Aaron Rodgers on those shit teams early in his career and throw him out there like we threw Alex Smith out there, hit the trajectory of his career is different. Yeah, that's why should I. And you let Alex Smith sit behind Brett Favre for a couple of years?
0: It could be, yep. It could be in the same situations right now.
1: I'd be Which, sitting here like, why didn't we draft Alex Smith?
0: Yeah, with Aaron <laughs> Rodgers' broken-ass legs. <clears throat> All right. that That's it, right? We're done? We did five and five? We did five we and did five. We did five and five. So that's our Christmas list everybody. Um, Let's spend a few minutes before we wrap things up. Let's uh, let's recap some of these games last week. Um, We're actually, sorry, let's preview a few, few games uh, for, for this week. Um, Let's just pick a few uh, that have some potential uh, playoff ramifications. Let's start with Miami at Las Vegas. Um, This is a big game for Miami. Uh, They're currently sitting at nine and five and have, Two pretty tough games the last couple weeks of the season um, that they're going to need to win. The AFC is stacked; it's going to be hard to get into the playoffs.
1: Yeah, it's it's tough for for Vegas, um, and I, I I love the way Miami's playing right now. Miami, uh, even in like they had an ugly game in uh, New England, and I know what was his name, Rotherberg or whatever. Who who is that? The the gambler who.
0: Oh yeah, um, I forget. <laughs> yeah, Yeah. Uh, he talked me into taking the taking the uh, the Pats. Right. It was looking um, good for a
1: while. I mean, they were up there nine
0: nine seven going into the fourth quarter.
1: No rookie quarterback has ever beaten yep uh, Belichick, and I thought it was getting to that point again. But the game got ugly, and Miami did what they had to do to win. You know, they they won ugly kind of and. They ended up winning the game convincingly, and uh, I like the way Miami's playing. I like the way two was playing. Um,
0: Miami was decimated too. Let's let's not forget that. Right. Undrafted had rookie Salvano Med uh, started and uh, got all the carries at running back. Uh, Parker was out. Grant was out. Gasecki was out. I mean, that was that was an impressive win. Two wasn't perfect, uh, no. far from it. But um, you know, they they got that win, and you know that uh, that touchdown run he had into the. Into, was it was it a two-point conversion yeah it was a two point conversion that was a that was a big time play
1: yeah yeah I mean and, and I think and he had he had two touchdown runs also right he did yeah um the but that those are the kind of games I feel like a rookie quarterback will fold up in you know he'll be like ah you're right it's it's hard to beat Belichick you know, I'll get him next year or whatever, and, and or or press and try and do too much, and have a four interception game, and he just kind of grinded it out, and uh, I feel like you know that's that's the difference in a guy who played in a lot of big games at Alabama, yeah. and uh, somebody who you know might have had a year at you know North Carolina.
0: Yeah, he's used to the pressure. Definitely. So, all, right, all right. I'm so going to go Miami. You're going to go Miami. All right, me too. Me too. I like what they're doing. Uh, let's jump around here. Uh, Colts at Pittsburgh. Uh, we, we talked a little bit about Pittsburgh struggles last week. That was a fucked up game. I mean, that was just some weird shit. Ben looked really bad. Um, Pittsburgh was out-muscled uh, by, by, uh, by <laughs> Ryan no Finley, Ryan Finley and months. the Bengals. Ryan um, Finley and his wooden teeth. ate. 89 yards uh, for for Mr. Finley and a a barely over 50% completion
1: percentage. Well, Um, it it really wasn't – I mean, the defense played – the defense did what it was supposed to do. Yeah. And the offense continuously gave the Bengals, you know, short fields. Even the Bengals can score if if they only have to go 20 yards.
0: This is what – this is what – pittsburgh or chicago's defense has been dealing with all year Uh, pittsburgh got a little taste of that an offense that couldn't can't move the fucking ball and is continuously turning it over and putting you in really bad spots it's hard to win games like that
1: and and i and i feel like you know i obviously i i'm not an nfl coach and i hate when guys are are questioning like play calling and stuff but Early in the season, Pittsburgh's offense moved the ball <clears> well. <throat> and they used a lot of creative plays. They used, like, some jet sweeps. Yep, they were getting
0: Claypool the ball in, in a right. variety of different ways. And the
1: little pop passes. And they're not doing it. They they ran a screen pass for Claypool. 37 yards. He almost scores a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Get this guy the ball. You know, I don't uh, – you know, I, I – I was actually talking to uh our favorite listener, Dave. And he said oh, Yeah, hey Dave. Uh, he actually said there was a report that Tomlin said he didn't want Claypool to hit the rookie wall and they didn't want to overuse him. So they're like, hit it
0: so they're going to hit it for him.
1: Like, the whole team is hitting the wall. You got to <laughs> use him. And he, you know, he agreed. He 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 thinks they need to use him also. I don't understand. To me, it's like I'll use a guy until I start to see him fall off. You know, like, he's 6'6", 250 pounds. Why the hell is he wearing that, wearing down? He's He's the kind of he's got the kind of body that he should be getting stronger as the season goes on. So I don't really understand that, but The second half of that game, Pittsburgh started to figure something out. Yeah. It started to figure something out, and it almost looked like, you know, how the Grinch's heart grew three sizes. It's like Ben, I don't know if somebody gave him a beer or a bump of cocaine. I don't know. But we need the old Big Ben back. We need, like, 2006 Ben. You know, we need – that guy, yeah, not might.
0: this, not this dude. Who's like, I'm just not very good. Did you see that quote?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't want to hear you and your pity parties. He, you know, he's not making excuses, but he's like, look, I understand. I'm not playing great. You know, I'll be back next year. Don't worry. Like nobody wants to hear that shit. People want to hear, Hey, fuck this. I'm not going to shave. Um, I might not shower but I'm going to throw a whole bunch of touchdowns and I'm going to, you know, I might drink a 30 pack after the and game. Might bang Stormy Daniels. Yeah, he might bang Stormy Daniels. Whether somebody she likes needs, it or not. <laughs> somebody needs Big Ben. Look, Big Ben can be a good guy when he retires. That's what I, that's, if I was a Steelers fan, I would say, I love the fact that you're, you know, you've changed your life and you know, you're, you're doing all the right things. You're a good father and everything. But if you're going to quarterback my team, I need you to have that edge. So I don't know how you get that edge. You know, maybe just make believe in your head you went to a club and you gave, you know, you've given out shots of tequila and you were doing all kinds of crazy wild stuff. Stealing video, tape, video tapes, <laughs> and security tapes of club. Do whatever you gotta do to get. Like, you watch the game, right? Yeah. And he, his body language looked so like blase. Blah. Yeah,
0: he's just like whatever. It's he threw,
1: and when he threw that touchdown, he got all fired up. Uh huh. He needs to be fired up like that all game. So I'm going to go with the Pittsburgh Steelers here. They're going up against one of the best defenses in the NFL. They're going against an offense that's red hot. But I feel like this is when you – like this is their season right here. I feel like they're in the playoffs right now. Like they there's, need- a,
0: there's a lot of – it's really amazing. The playoffs have kind of started for a lot of these teams. Everybody's so clustered together uh, in the AFC. It's, it's really – it's going to be tough.
1: Right. I mean, they're in the playoffs. They're, they've, they've clinched playoffs. Yeah, they've, playoff they've gone, clinched the, the playoffs. I feel, but I feel like they're, they have to take that, that notion, like, like they have to get that mindset, like this is a playoff game right now. If they have to go into this game like, if we can't beat the Colts, there's no point in us going to the playoffs anyway.
0: Right, because you may, you may have them, you know, in the first round.
1: Right. So, I feel like this is Steelers football. The Steelers have, wanted, have, have one of the, the, the best, like, storied franchises in history, and there's a lot of pride in, in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they have to get on some of that pride right now and they have to ride it to a win. And I, and I feel like Tomlin is going to be all over their asses. Like, I don't want to see dances. I don't want to hear excuses. You go out there and you put hats on hats and push people around. And uh, I think Pittsburgh gets it done.
0: I'm going to agree with you. Um, but I feel like picking Indianapolis just so that they do the opposite of what I'm going to say. I won't, but um, I'm, I'm going to go Pittsburgh. Also, I think Indianapolis needs this game more than Pittsburgh. Clearly i um, sitting atop the, the AFC South tied with Tennessee at, at 10 and four. Um, they really are, are in a very difficult uh, position here where um, they could potentially not make the playoffs. Luckily for them, they get Jacksonville, in uh, week uh, 17, so they'll be able to get that win there and likely still get into the playoffs. Not if Santa comes. <laughs> well, we shall see. Um, but I, I am also going to pick uh, Pittsburgh. Um, okay. I think th- I do think that they're the better team um, and even though the Indianapolis needs this game more, I think uh, think they're going to pull it off.
1: See, uh, I really thought I was going to get this, this, this win here by myself because I thought you were going to go in and Talk
0: a whole bunch of shit about Philip Rivers. Nah. Then... Nope. Not gonna. I'm. I'm. I'm clueless when it comes to the Colts. So <laughs> uh, I, I will. I will go with what I know, and I, I know that the Pittsburgh is not the team that's been on the field the past couple of weeks, uh, especially last week, and that uh, I, I have faith in Tomlin that he's going to get him. Get him right here. Uh, all right. So let's go Chicago at Jacksonville. Uh, Jack's Chicago needs this game. Uh, they, they need both games that they have left uh, to have a shot at getting into the playoffs, but it is still possible. Uh, they've found some life on offense. They're able to put points on the board. Uh, the defense needs that mentality, uh, a little bit more, but you know, something interesting has happened over the past couple of weeks as Chicago has been able to put points on the board. Guess who started to show up? Robert Quinn, Robert Mooney, Mooney, yes. But on the defensive side of the ball, Robert Quinn, um, uh, he had been a ghost for a while and the last three weeks, uh, as they've been averaging 30 plus points, uh, he's really started to, to flash. He's gotten a sack again. Uh, he's, he's, uh, put, uh, I think a dozen pressures on the board. So he's, uh, he's earning a, at least some of his pay. Uh, and, and that's nice to see. Uh, we do get, uh, we should get Jalen Johnson back this week. We've definitely missed him. Duke Shelley did pretty good stepping in for him. Uh, but two of our, uh, starting, uh, Corners have been out uh, with uh, Duke Shelley and, and Buster Screen out. Uh, Shelley or um, I'm sorry, Jalen Johnson and Buster Screen. Um, Jalen Johnson is coming back this week. I'm not so sure about Screen, uh, but I, I have a feeling that the defense could really start to regain some of that momentum they had earlier in the season. If we can continue to put points on the board, Chicago might not be a team that people want to see, but we'll see. Um, you know, I've I've been fooled by by this team multiple times this season. Uh, both when I thought they were really good. And when I thought they were really bad, and now I don't know what the fuck's going on. So, I'm just going to sit back and watch and see what happens. But yeah. I do believe they beat Jacksonville this week.
1: I think Chicago uh, wins the next two games. I think they do get into the playoffs. Uh, much to your chagrin.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, at this point, I don't but, fucking know anymore. Because you right. we, we could have some crazy shit happen. Like, you know, some player gets sick with COVID. Some start... Yeah. I mean, God forbid, who knows, this, this, anything could happen this season. I feel like this year more than any, get into the playoffs and then play your ass off and see what happens. I would not be surprised to see a team win the Super Bowl and we're, at the, we're all like, huh, didn't see that coming in December.
1: Right. It would probably be Tampa Bay. <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I think Chicago, uh, I, I like the way Mitch Trubisky has been playing. I think Mitch Trubisky is gonna uh play himself into you know uh some money.
0: It's it's amazing what There's, a running game team. does
1: yeah. for, for Montgomery for looks back. great. It, he looks great. This is the back
0: that I knew that they had. Really. Yeah. Just give him give him a fucking hole or two to run through.
1: And he was a little banged up at the beginning of the season though, right?
0: Um no, no. He had the one game where
1: he had um didn't well, he have oh, or something?
0: It, no, so he had a groin um cut. Preseason, but he was—I—I I, I mean, obviously, I, I wasn't inspecting his groin. Um, I mean, he's not Chris Jones.
1: Yeah,
0: it's, not, it's not Chris Jones. Right <laughs> not Chris Jones. But I—I I think he was pretty much 100 percent by week two. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, I think it's more so the offensive line, uh, and, and that uh, they're they're sticking with the run. But yeah, he he has been absolutely fantastic, uh, and I think he's joined Alvin Kamara, and. Dalvin Cook and one other running back as the only backs this season with 800 yards rushing and 300 yards receiving. Um so yeah, he's uh he's definitely definitely doing what uh, I knew he could do when given the opportunity. And and yeah, you mentioned Mooney Mooney's been really hot too. So he's he's got a definitely got a future. Yeah. Only if only, only they could get Cole Komet involved just a little bit more. <laughs> very very maddening the inconsistency there but all right so we're both going with chicago here um i think the next game that has the biggest playoff ramifications is philly at dallas Ooh. uh it's philly controls their own destiny pretty much um they play dallas this week and washington in week 17 uh that it, it could come down to, to the week 17 game.
1: Which it usually does in the NFC East. Yeah. It's,
0: it, it, it has a lot. Yeah. Um, so I, you know, I, I don't, I'm listen. I don't want to get too comfortable picking the Eagles.
1: I, no, I, I really, no. but this, I'll tell you why I'll, I'll pick the Eagles. I will pick the Eagles for this reason uh, in itself. Uh, Jalen Hurts has gone up against the New Orleans defense, which is pretty good. Mm -hmm. Arizona's defense, which has been better, but still not great right now. And he's done very well uh, in his first couple of games. Even though these shitbags in Dallas beat my – 49ers (laughs) they did not look good no they they were gifted a couple of uh turnovers early you take those two turnovers out of the you know out of the equation and you know it's a totally different game which is everything but i mean they got the that you know those were like they didn't have too many, They didn't have very many drives, where they, you know, moved up and down the field on on San Francisco. Our offense did not look, you know, Dalton didn't look great getting the ball to uh, to to the big time receivers. Um, he had one nice pass down the down the sideline to Lamb.
0: Lamb, but that yeah. was
1: that was on a broken play.
0: Lamb um, has made some amazing catches in traffic yeah, this year, over he, the middle of the field. He just—he's he's not afraid to—he's not afraid
1: to get slammed. Gallup got hurt in the game. I don't know if he's playing. Amari uh, Cooper was was pretty much non-existent in the game, and Jason Verrett didn't even play. Yeah, and Richard Sherman didn't really play either.
0: Yeah, and, and look, Jalen Hurts looked really good last week. I mean, he, yes, he, he looked like a rookie at times. Uh, I was surprised he didn't run a little bit more. I mean, don't get me wrong, he had 63 yards rushing on on 11 carries. Uh, a lot of that was when he was running for his life. But um, you know, Arizona plays a lot of man defense, and I thought that was something that – you know I thought it was entirely possible that he, that he ran for over 100 yards. But uh, it's good to see that he's not looking to run every single play um, His carries down uh, to 11 from the week before, which I think was 18. And three of those were, were kneeled down. So he really 15 runs. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Philly, just like they're, they're, they're energized and that's a dangerous thing for, you know um, you know, a, a team like the Cowboys that are demoralized and really have nothing to play for. Um, and- although they're still technically in the race um, and actually have, have a leg up. On the Eagles, they're just not a very good football team, and I just don't. There's not a lot of excitement over there. The same cannot be said of Philly, where where everybody's excited about the future and the next.
1: Exactly, and I think um, I think the way Philly can really beat up on Dallas is if they run the ball. Look at Washington gashed them with some big plays in the run. Miles Sanders is like a big play waiting to happen in the run game. And then you got Jalen Hurts. They're probably going to have four or five design runs for him, yeah. and 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 they're probably going to be able to gash Dallas with that. Uh, so uh, I I got Philly beating Dallas, and I really hope so because I got a phone call last week from a Dallas fan, a good a, a friend of mine, and I'm looking I'm looking to call him
0: back <laughs> nice uh yeah I'm, I'm also going with the eagles i just think that uh, arrow up and arrow down is the story of the uh eagles cowboys um couple other games here but let's just fly through and let's get some some speed picks here uh minnesota at new orleans new orleans agreed um uh, the Vikings have now been uh, officially eliminated from the postseason. You're welcome. Uh, I, you know, that, that, that one fluke game earlier this year uh, where they beat us by six with uh, Nick Foles uh, playing some of his worst football. Aside, we have absolutely owned uh, Dalvin Cook and the Vikings over the past couple of years, so very happy to end that. I'm going with New Orleans as well. Uh, Tampa Bay at Detroit. Oh,
1: Tampa. I know Detroit, Detroit's, you know, try, they're still trying. Stafford is actually looking, you know, Stafford's a
0: tough dude. He, he is a tough dude. He is. uh, Well, I don't like his Helly Joe Osmond looking face. uh, And I don't like his (laughs) stupid, stupid ass wife. Um, I do think he's trying. I'm not sure if you saw what happened to the Viking or to the uh, Lions coaching staff. Uh, They said that they have no idea who's going to coach this game. Uh, because uh, none of their coaches are allowed anywhere near any of their players, other coaches or facilities, because every single coach um, has been ordered to stay away due to uh, COVID tracing. So they're not—they're not sure he's going to coach. So we'll—we'll we'll, we'll see. I don't think it matters. I mean, they really haven't Listen, been co- coached uh, all year.
1: Detroit, I'm free on Sunday if. You need some help. On, you know, but they, but they play on Saturday. so I won't do it for free, but I, whatever you were going to pay Matt Patricia, <laughs> um, um, I'll take I'll take some of that. You don't even have to give me the whole thing.
0: I'm going to Tampa Bay also. Uh, San Fran at Arizona. Jimmy G? Jimmy G? Uh,
1: Jimmy G is not going to play. No. Uh, I don't think Jimmy G is going to play the rest of the season. That's what they're saying. It's going to be C.J. Bethard.
0: Uh, or Josh but, Rosen?
1: There's, <laughs> no, I don't, I, I don't see Josh Rosen uh, hitting the field unless no, that's going
0: to be an emergency situation. Um,
1: but um, Kittle, Kittle may play, which will be fun to see him play if uh, if he can get back out there. A lot of a lot of people are telling Shanahan he needs to hold him out, and Shanahan's kind of like, look, if he's healthy, I can't really not play Mm
0: -hmm.
1: you know he wants to play and you know i can see that like you're not really going to be able to tell Kittle if he was in like his 13th year and looking to come back for like one more year i can understand okay you sit him but uh if he's healthy and he's not in any risk of you know re-injuring that foot you know let him go out there you know uh but uh it, it's hard to pick uh, against my team, but the way the way they are playing, um, I feel like there's players on the team who have checked out. Like, uh, you know, Richard Sherman, man. I never thought that you'd get that kind of. But there were probably four plays, like that he just, like you said about Tech Ginn, made business decisions. Mm-hmm. He was making business decisions out there, man. And two of them resulted in a touchdown, and the other two resulted in big plays. You know, it looked like he's just a warm body out there. And I'm like, if you're going to play like that and you don't think you're going to be on the 49ers next year. You're going to get hurt
0: or you're going to get somebody hurt?
1: Yeah, just don't suit up.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm going to pick Arizona too. Uh, Kyler Murray looked good. I knew D-Hop was going to absolutely eat the fucking Eagles alive when I saw that Darius Slay wasn't going to (laughs) play.
1: Darius Slay is tired of getting beat up by big-time receivers this year. He said, I'm going to sit this one out.
0: Enough's enough. I'm going to watch him put a 10-for-169 up on us. Uh, I'm also going to go with Arizona. Uh, We already picked that game. (laughs) Atlanta at Kansas City. Listen – I, I, I'm not joking here. I may put a few bucks on Atlanta in the first
1: half <laughs> just because it's – This is this has got Trap Game written all over it. But I, I just feel like this is the hardest team to trap because they come out and they play like shit for two and a half quarters.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then they play like the most – and then it's like they get – shut down and and wiped out, and it looks like nothing's going right. You know, some games you just have nothing's going to go right. You cannot do that to Kansas City for an entire game. And as soon as you think that you have them figured out, they hit three huge plays on you. It's not even one big play. That's
0: what's so demoralizing. It happens so quickly.
1: Yeah. They'll hit, like, three plays on you back to back to back. So um, the worst thing that can happen for Atlanta in this game is that they get up, like, to a couple of scores. (laughs) Um, And then they get demoralized by Pat Mahomes. But I think Pat Mahomes, uh, even though Atlanta has has played some better football than their record, they're going to get smashed by uh, Atlanta. I mean, by Kansas City. Uh, Kansas City no, I have, think
0: I think you were right. They're gonna get smashed by Atlanta. They're gonna be their own defeatist.
1: <laughs> um, also Kansas City is uh, it's got some things. Like Travis Kelsey is he has a chance to lead the league in receiving. Yeah, that's crazy. And that's that's pretty like look, I'm 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 a forty nine fan. I think Kittle's the best tight end in the business. But Kelsey is is dope. He's yeah. awesome. He's, he's, a, he's not he's a, hell of a player. I, I, I can hardly say he's a tight end. He's, no. No, he's, no, he's more a, of a wide receiver. He's a wide receiver in a tight end. end's
0: body. Yeah.
1: And, uh, but look, he makes plays and he, it doesn't seem like there's anybody out there that, that really knows how to guard him. So, uh, I think Kelsey has a huge game against Atlanta Atlanta's going to have a lot of trouble uh, guarding him. And uh, Kansas City gets the easy win.
0: Agreed. Cleveland at New
1: York. Jets. The Jets. Uh, My man Baker is
0: red hot. He's on fire. He looked really good. He didn't quite get me enough points to keep me alive in my fantasy league. But I got to tell you, I was a little bit excited at halftime. I was halfway there. Um, But I just needed – I was rooting for uh, the Giants to score some fucking points, um, and they just couldn't do it. So there was no need to to keep your foot on the gas. But they did a little bit, though. Uh, I got Cleveland in this one.
1: Yeah. I love the way Baker's playing. He's spreading the ball around. Uh, He's not forcing things.
0: No, but he, he did make some risky tro- throws that his receivers, um, you know, saved him on.
1: He's going to – but that's him. He's mm-hmm. going to make risky throws. Um, he's got – I mean, he's got a rocket arm.
0: Yeah, he, look, he looked real good. But, yeah, they, you know. They're going to have no trouble with the Jets here. No, I don't think so. New York at Baltimore. You said earlier that, you know, you see people second-guessing go- coaches. I it will second-guess Mr. Judge does he know that you're allowed to kick field goals when you're in the record? Right <laughs> because it certainly didn't look like it was Rojas injured.
1: And he decided not to tell anybody. You got it. You got to take the points. Um, but I'm going to, I'm going to go. It, it, it been 13-9 should have been
0: 13, nine at halftime.
1: It should have been 13. I'm, I'm going to go upset city here. And I'll tell you why. I like the way the Giants are playing defense right now. Okay. And I think they may be able to make this an ugly game. And not let Lamar get a lot of his fancy stuff going and not get those big gashing plays. So, I'm gonna I'm gonna say the Giants may upset Baltimore. They've played a lot of good teams close. And I'm gonna go upset. I don't pick a lot of upsets. I usually play close to the cup. Ooh. I'm gonna pick this one's this one's for you, Calvin. Oh nice.
0: Uh I'm um, picking Baltimore uh, next, Cincinnati at Houston. I think Baltimore needs this one. Um, and I obviously think they're the better team. So I, I, I don't disagree with some of the things you said, but I don't think they will be able to pull it off. I feel like Baltimore really started to get things going uh, with what they wanted to do the past couple of weeks. Um, they've put up 34, 47 and 40 points and the giants just aren't going to be able to compete with that. Even if they're able to slow it down and cut it in half, the giants aren't scoring any points right now. Uh, Cincinnati at Houston, uh, I think Cincinnati used all their fucking luck last week. Um,
1: Who cares, Bowl?
0: I'm going. Yeah, exactly. I'm going Houston in this one.
1: I'm also going to go Houston. Cincinnati probably at some of the nastiest strip clubs in Ohio all week celebrating this win. <laughs> <laughs> hmm.
0: Uh, Denver at Chargers. Uh. The Chargers have finally been able to pull off uh, some of these close game wins, winning their last two games by a field goal. Uh, and uh, d- prior to that, they won by uh, six points. And other than that, abomination blowout win to the Patriots of uh, have, have been very competitive this year. Uh, that, to me, is a game you just throw out. Uh, I think uh, the Chargers are a much better team. And even though they lost to this same uh, Broncos team a few weeks ago, I think that was sort of a perfect conditions game for the Broncos where they were able to run the ball, and Drew Locke played pretty well. Uh, I'm going with the Chargers and Justin Herbert.
1: I am also going to go with the Chargers and Justin Herbert. I got very little faith in uh, Drew Locke, even though Locke and Gordon have played a little bit better the last couple of weeks. I don't have enough faith in them. I think uh, every time I say Chargers are going to win in a shootout, it's like <laughs> – <laughs> it's like 23 to 17. So, um, I'm not going to say it's going to be a shootout, but I think uh, the Chargers will score more points in Denver.
0: Carolina at Washington. Um, Washington is really coming together defensively. Their defensive front is a fucking terror. Um, and I think uh, things are starting to go poorly in Carolina. They just lost their GM, as we talked about before. Um, I don't think they have uh, really that much to play for here. I think Washington's a better football team. I'm picking the potatoes. Have you I, uh, have you heard anybody call them the potatoes?
1: I haven't. Yeah, the potatoes. I um, I want to go Washington. Also, um, is Haskins going to play, or is Smith going to play?
0: Um. I don't know. I don't think. Uh, I think they're talking about suspending Haskins, aren't they?
1: I know they, they stripped him of his his captain the, captain. Cap, captain status. How the hell was he the captain anyway? I, <laughs> they didn't know. even suit him up like. Yeah, that. but that's that's
0: such a Washington thing uh, to do. To have this guy, I don't want you anywhere near our team. You don't even need to dress. You don't need to come to practice. We're going to keep paying you. Just play away. By the way, you're a captain.
1: Yeah, I, I I I was I was. Very surprised to see that he was a captain. Yeah, I don't know how that happened, but okay. But I
0: don't. I don't think it matters who their quarterback is all that much, to be honest with you. Um, I mean, their defense is playing so well; they 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 kept it competitive, uh, and it came down to uh, the last couple minutes of the game against Seattle, a team that is, um, you know, pretty pretty uh, pretty good offensively. Uh, they were able to hold Russell Wilson to 121 yards. Uh, one tutty and one pick. Um, so I and and really DK Metcalf five for forty three. I mean that that's impressive. So yeah. I'm I'm definitely picking Washington to win this game.
1: Yeah, I too. Am.
0: <laughs> All right, next up, what do we got here? Let's see. Next up, uh, we both pick Philly, Los Angeles Rams at Seattle. Um, this is big game. This is a big yeah. game. This is uh. It, potentially for all the marbles uh both of la's remaining games are against divisional opponents um i really love this i love the when the schedule winds down like this and it feels like you're right it feels like it always happens in the east and i feel like it always happens uh in the the west west Mm -hmm. as well um so uh la uh has seattle this week and they got the cardinals next week
1: and seattle has la and san francisco yeah
0: um the Rams look really bad. Um, I mean, you lost to the Jets. Uh, <clears throat> obviously, it's not a good thing for their win-loss column, but I feel like that's going to help them get up for this Seattle game. Right.
1: I think I think they're looking more at this Seattle game. I agree. Than thinking they, that they were going to walk
0: through. Totally overlook them. Jets. Definitely, that was a trap game. Yeah, they should have. They, they should have walked all over them i did pick the jets in one of my parlays though but they were getting 17 and a half points so i mean come (laughs) on, they didn't need it (laughs) they didn't they didn't need it they got the dub um but um i do think seattle is the better team here and you know we we, we're both kind of lukewarm on on the rams uh for most of the year Uh, i think seattle and uh i'll go with the better quarterback in this game russ gonna cook and get the win
1: all right i i too think uh the Seahawks have the better quarterback. They probably have the better. I don't know if they have the better overall team, though.
0: No. Um, I, yeah, I mean, the Rams defense has been really good this year.
1: Yeah, and I think that's going to be the difference. I'm going to go with the Rams uh, because, I mean, you can say they both need this game pretty much in in equal amounts. Mm-hmm. But uh, – because, essentially, if Seattle wins, they, they're going to win the division because they yeah. play San Francisco Week 17. Um, but the uh, I feel like the Rams are going to – Seattle's offense has not been clicking the, late, the second half of the season. It's mm-hmm. not like the beginning of the season when Russ was cooking. Um, he's been microwaving a lot of food lately. <laughs> And I think L.A. with their with their defensive backs and some of the pressure they can put on uh, Seattle, I think they'll get some stops. But their offense has these weeks where, you know, sometimes they there's teams that McVeigh can score on. And I think Seattle is one of those teams that that McVay kind of knows how to play, knows his offense will work against. And I'm going to give. The Rams, I think the Rams are going up there. No 12th man up there in Seattle. I think uh, the Rams get the W.
0: All right. We differ on that one. Tennessee at Green Bay. Um, Ooh, this is a good game. I think Tennessee is actually a bad matchup for Green Bay. Um,
1: (laughs) What are you talking about? The way Green Bay plays the run?
0: Yeah. Uh, very physical team. Obviously, the most physical running back in the league, maybe in in the history of the NFL. Certainly in the conversation for for that. Um, and Ryan Tannehill. Um, it, it was it was ironic for me to see Ryan Tannehill leading my fantasy team down the stretch with uh, thir- thirty nine points for me last week. He was amazing, um, r- running two in, uh, throwing. Uh, for for three touchdowns, I mean, it was just it was fucking nuts. Um, Tannehill is playing really well, twenty-one to twenty-seven. He was efficient. He threw the deep ball well. It was just a really good performance uh, for him. But but Green Bay's at home, and I'm still not necessarily a believer. And even though Green Bay doesn't really need this game, <clears throat> they do want home field advantage desperately. And I'm going to pick the Packers in this one. I wouldn't really be surprised to see Tennessee win, but I'm picking the Packers.
1: I'm going to go <clears> – <throat> we're going to differ on this one also. I'm All going right. to go Tennessee. And just because I feel like like what you said, Tennessee being the the more physical team, and they're not just the more physical team. They are – This is like big brother, little brother physicality. Um, I don't think Green Bay is going to have an answer for uh, Henry. Um, So, which I think is going to open up a couple of big plays downfield for Tannehill. I I think, and, and I think Tennessee's defense is good enough to get a few stops. On Green Bay, um, so I'm going to go. I'm going to go Tennessee with the win. I think they're going to win, and I don't even think it's going to be like. I think it's going to be one of those games where they keep panning to Aaron Rodgers' face, and he's making that. He's making that face. He's going to have the stink <laughs> face. Have double check.
0: You know, I am picking Green Bay, right? Because you want him to lose. <laughs> it's it's the last <laughs> the last game in December.
1: <laughs> no. this is, this they is it they
0: turn back into a pumpkin next week <laughs> all right final game of 2020 buffalo at new england uh pretty easy one for me new england is did you see belichick how upset he got at the, at the quarterback question yes
1: i He's heard like, it I, I i they actually replayed it on the yeah. NFL network yeah.
0: like, <laughs> that was great it's like how many yeah. times are you gonna ask this every week how about this if i make a change i'll fucking tell you <laughs> that was that was good was very very good. He's like we're going to
1: evaluate injury. we yeah. evaluate everything. He, yeah. He's like news He's like we look at every position. Yeah. He's like yeah, Well,
0: so. Stephon Gilmore shut down for the year with a partially torn uh, quad. Wow, um, right? only going to get worse for the last last couple of games for the Pats. Buffalo is the real deal. Uh, Josh Allen uh, is on fire. Um, they're starting to run the ball pretty well also. I am picking Buffalo.
1: Easily in this one, yeah. Buffalo is going to uh, viscerate uh, New England. This is going to be is... one of those
0: exercise the demons games for the Bills. Yes. Yeah. Yes. They're going to they're run up the score. Josh Allen's going to have 400 yards.
1: They're they are. They're going to embarrass <clears throat> New England, and Bill Belichick is not going to forget it. And somewhere in the in the future, mm-hmm. he's going to get his payback. The Death Star will be rebuilt. All yeah. right. <laughs>
0: By the way, uh, fun fact, Josh Allen's sitting at exactly 4,000 yards right now.
1: Oh, okay. 4,000 owns the button. Well, I guess I'll make an extra Christmas cookie for him. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right, that'll do it. This was a
0: fun episode. We'll see. Uh, we, we can uh, revisit this in uh, 2021 at some point, maybe uh, right before or right after the draft or free agency, maybe before minicamps open up. Assuming that, uh, that type of thing can happen next year. And, uh, you know, we'll see, uh, we'll see if Santa brought any of these gifts for our, our teams.
1: Right. All right. All right. Listen, I want everyone to have a Merry Christmas and a uh, safe Christmas. Uh, try and stay home if you can. Uh, but if you do be safe, um, you know, Yes. And stay classy.
0: Uh, a happy and a safe one to all our millions of dozens of listeners or to do- dozen, dozens and millions of listeners out and a, there and a
1: and a very Merry Christmas to the Preston family. Yes. And
0: right back at you, the Conover family. I hope you have a, a splendid end to 2020. Uh, I hope Santa brings you everything you want.
1: Yeah. I might, I might, you know, uh throw Throwing my red suit and and sneak into your house and steal a couple of those tamales I see that your <laughs> wife made three thousand of.
0: Yeah, they 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 cooked up a storm this year for sure. <laughs> All right, lockdown world, we will see. We got one more sh- one more show left in twenty twenty, um, but the let this is uh, this is our gift to you. This is
1: your gift, joy to the world.
0: Peace.